1: So I was in the shower, I was yeah. cleaning my ass and making all
2: the shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. <laughs> I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself oh, out. Videos, music, why? And then loop up and go
1: A glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. A magic imagined Which
2: means your pants had better come off. Mama needs play I uh, uh,
1: We're not sluts. We just
2: love love.
1: Hello, hello, hello! Ha, Bradford got in there first. Ha, because you were paying attention to
2: your phone. I know. I just had a <laughs> brilliant thought that you're going to love. I can't tell everybody else out there in podcast land yet, but you're going to love it, Bradford. I don't think I'm going to love it
1: because <laughs> the last time you had a brilliant thought that I was quote going to love, I did not love it.
2: Yeah. And what was that?
1: I don't remember, but I'm sure <laughs> your brilliant thoughts scare me oh, okay. quite often. Well, no, this one's a good one. So going back in time a bit when Angela and I first started sleeping together, like actually sleeping, not just the fornicating, uh, we, I would wake up and I would slowly open my eyes and then she would be like dead staring me like a doll.
2: Cause I've been awake for a while.
1: She'd been awake for a while and she's got, you know, big Disney princess eyes. And then she would say those fateful words, I've been thinking, <laughs> like, oh, God damn, can we just, can we just fuck first? I don't know. Okay. And then, and then she learned that after a while she would go and make me a coffee because even though she doesn't drink coffee, she's a wonderful human and she would go and make me a coffee and then hand me the coffee. I even got and a coffee press for you. Patiently, you did. And yep. you patiently waited until I took my first sip and then go, I've been thinking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can be taught. <laughs> Clearly need more teaching, but you know, I it's fine. I love
1: it. It's just, it's very funny and I love you.
2: Yeah. So welcome back to the week here by the bye, Hey, <laughs> this is probably how it's going to go tonight. That's
1: fine. I'm dying.
2: <laughs> yes. Bradford's dying, but it's in a good way.
1: I'm good dying. Yeah. Which I don't yeah. understand that, but, uh, so I did my first day of exercise today mm-hmm. and everybody who knows me in any way and people who probably don't know me. No, that I hate exercise. What's a guy? What is a guy? Oh, oh, a guy. <laughs> like Homer is my spirit animal. Um, yes. So pray for Mojo.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, but you completed. I it. survived. You did good.
1: I did. Yeah. I ran my run. Yeah. And I'm pretty happy with my, my times. Yeah. But we'll see
2: uh-huh.
1: how my personal trainer uh-huh. says. My right. PT. Right. I got a PT.
2: <laughs> you done with OPT? Yeah, you know me. yeah 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 so there you go Uh uh-huh so we did something else this weekend what did we do we switched sides of the bed oh
1: that's right we did
2: it's i'm curious to see like people out there in podcast land please message us or get on discord and let us know if you and your partner a always sleep on the same side of the bed no matter what so even if you travel if you move house whatever you always sleep on the same side of the bed b sleep on the same side of the bed but it is situational. So if you're traveling and maybe in a hotel, you might switch sides of the bed or see it's just anarchy. And you go to either side, whenever, whatever, whoever gets in bed first picks
1: my parents. I like that. My parents always were like, my mom's like, I always have to sleep on whatever side of the bed. Always, always, always. And my ex-wife and I were like that. She had to have the specific, I think she was on, if you're facing the headboard, she was on the left. Um, And Mm. I was like, I don't fucking care. And because I travel so much, I always just pick whatever side looks the most comfy or whatever <laughs> side has the most plugins. Yeah. So that I could plug my phone and shit in.
2: Yeah. I don't really care which side of the bed I sleep on. And, and we've switched off. We're pretty static for a while but we've switched off even since we've been here we've switched off twice now because i started on this side went to the other side because you had shoulder problems and it was hard to roll over and whatever and then now we've decided to switch back um but whenever we travel it can change it's
1: usually you're closest to the bathroom
2: depending not necessarily always because sometimes if i've joined you and you've already been sleeping on the side of the bed then you continue on that side yeah um but yeah different places we tend to switch but we're static for a while and then at some point something will happen and we'll just switch
1: so, i don't care like, no i really don't care could, either I, sometimes i sleep on the couch like i think too we we're i'm gonna say fortunate in that we have a lot of rolling partners and <laughs> they will come and stay a night or two mm. and it doesn't really matter where any of us sleep Mm-mm. uh yeah it'd be kind of interesting to know like are there poly families that like they always have to sleep in certain positions oh. i don't like to sleep in the middle only because i get hot yeah and you, we tend to put you in the middle with whoever because you are more likely to get cold. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't mind it. Um,
1: there has been a few times where I've slept in the middle, but that's because I'm sleeping with two ladies, mm-hmm. both of which are cold. <laughs> 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 and like, I kind of like that. It's like, ooh, boobsicles in the middle of the night. You roll over and it's like, ooh, that's cold. And then I roll over, ooh, that one's cold too. Shit.
2: And then assicles. <laughs> uh, in, yeah, assicles
1: in the morning. Yeah, so Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so on to the business. We have Pendulum coming up October twentieth. Yep, Friday October twentieth. So it's about six weeks away. If you would like to come, get your well, you probably can't get your tickets yet. Never mind. But you know, go ahead and plan on it. Get it on your calendar. Soon anyway. they will be on
1: the on the website.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, but just get it on the calendar. Make plans. It's going to be a fun, fun time. I look forward to another super good evening. Yeah. Um, uh, depending on where my running is at, at the time, I may be the one starfishing.
1: <laughs> I can tell you a, if I feel like I do right now, ever again, uh-huh. I will always, I will be the human starfish. Well, we'll see how much take that the gentleman
2: say, we'll see how much running our uh, PT has me doing right before pendulum. But if it's yeah. a lot, I'm starfishing.
1: What if we just stack starfish? Oh my God. So I will say one of my favorite porns that I have that is just popped into my head. Um, and I think about quite often is like, there was. One, I've seen it both ways <laughs> uh, where you've got two ladies basically on top of each other and like, like this, like two C's. Okay. So yeah. they're both doggy style, but one's on top of the other one. And like a guy's fucking one and he goes mm-hmm. from one to the other and then back to the other. And he's like back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> but I've also seen that done with men mm-hmm. um, and also with uh, uh, men and women. So interesting. Like, we could do that, but with star fishing, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like me, then you, then the gentleman.
2: All right, all right.
1: That's I'd, yeah. I'd probably be crushed. Are you prepared YouTube. to support
2: all this weight? I can't.
1: Bre- <laughs> I can't. I can't breathe now. <laughs> 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 i fucking sound like Muttley. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> Oxygen's a good thing. Oxygen's
1: tough, and yeah, it's yeah. A little smoky here in Sydney. It is. But it makes for a pretty sunset. Look it at does.
2: That. Oh, oh,
1: that's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, cool. So. Additionally, we have our Escape to the Tropics coming up. That is November 9th through the 13th.
2: 8th to 13th. Damn it. So close. I so tried to rob close.
1: you of a day. I almost said 8th. Uh-huh. Uh, the 8th through the 13th. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Again, just there are, I think we've got two rooms, three rooms available. Yeah. We're, we're we're running on empty, but we still have a couple available. So, wow. uh, So sign up for that. Also, if you want to jump on our Discord, all you have to do is support us at any level on Patreon.com slash By By the Podcast, and yeah, we're going to have a Discord get-together, Patreon, I should say, get-together. You don't have to be on our Discord chat. Um, What did we say? This is going to be Sunday. The 24th? The 24th, Sydney time, in the morning. So that would be, if you're in the States, it's going to be Saturday afternoon slash evening, depending on where you are. Uh, If you're in the UK, wake up and say hi to us at like one in the morning. It, it'll be great. It'll be great. It's a Saturday <laughs> night. Right? Yeah. So, you know. Just stay
2: up and party. You know? <clears throat> Take a nap in the afternoon and then wake yes. up and come play with
1: us. That's right. Yeah. So we'll probably, we'll do some sort of uh, Zoom most mm. likely because that way we can get all of our Patreon supporters and Discord people. Yeah. And that's the way we're looking at doing that. And I think that's okay. going to be our best. Um, we'll,
2: we'll work it out. We'll, we'll circulate details. Yeah.
1: We'll play some Curious Humans. We'll chat. We'll, you know. Angela will get her tits out. It'll be great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean you have to ask nicely. <laughs>
1: like, hey, Angela, <laughs> show us the boobs. <laughs> Please. And then she points to me. He's a boob. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that all of our is that all of our stuff? I think so. Cool. Shall we
2: continue with our bonding project?
1: Yes. So if you are new here, hi, how are you? Um, if you joined us last week, we are continuing on with the bonding project. Um, if you did miss last week, go listen to it first, because that's the first half of, of the bonding project. And, um, we're just basically going to continue on with our questions. Angela's got, yawn there. Angela has a lean and hungry look.
2: I'm just confused by something in my hand, but that's Uh, okay. Don't worry about it.
1: It's not my penis.
2: That's true. I'm not confused by that. That
1: rarely (laughs) confuses her. Sometimes it surprises her, (laughs) but mostly when it spurts things at her. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. Well, what Angela has in her hands, we will talk about in a future podcast.
2: Yeah, I'm so excited.
1: Uh, Yes. So just to let people know, it's a board game that I supported on Kickstarter called Gay Sauna, and we got the Not Safe for Work (laughs) edition. Uh, Well, this
2: is what I was confused about because it does say, really, NSFW visitor deck expansion. Right? On the back, it says really not suitable for work. I always thought it was safe.
1: Yeah, but this is European. It's developed in Europe. So maybe.
2: Do they say suitable? I mean, it European? depends on your job, maybe. All right, Europeans, <laughs> tell us. Do you say
1: not suitable? Not
2: suitable or not safe? What's your S? Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> What's your S? <laughs> yes, it, so there's a lot of uh, sexy wangs
2: mm. on that. Mm.
1: Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we are continuing on uh, le- where last we left. We were at question number 20. And just as a reminder, all of these answers are for completely disagree, mostly disagree with exceptions, lean to disagree, open to options, lean agree, open to options, mostly agree with exceptions, or completely agree. CA, Canada, California, mm-hmm. which I mostly agree with both of those.
2: And we have Massachusetts, we have LA, Maryland. Have Maryland. Um, I don't know about LD and CD
1: um compact disc and laser disc well, they're the okay, only fine. musical <laughs> <laughs> okay <clears throat> number 20 i feel comfortable with my partner having multiple romantic partners i feel like this is a no brainer for us i think it must be i feel people, like yeah like it, for me it's a completely right. agree
2: for me it's a completely agree
1: yeah i think that it's for me i don't i, I don't know if it's a maybe it is a jealousy thing some people are just jealous But, like, I like the idea of you, like, if you're just going to have sex with somebody, that's fine, too. But it is kind of nice to know that, you know, should something happen to me, which definitely on the runs, I will probably (laughs) just die. Uh, But you'll have people that you also that also love you and want to take care of you.
2: But I think that's the thing, too, uh, because we had a, a partner who was hospitalized a bit ago. And whenever we contacted their family, of course, their family didn't really know. I mean, they knew we were friends and whatnot, but they didn't know, like, you know, the extent of things. Yeah. And then later on, they found out and they said, oh, I'm so glad you had people who like actually care for you when you were there. Right. Yeah. And it makes a difference. And, yeah. you know, I, I tend to agree with that. I like you having other romantic partners besides just me, because also romance in general, like encompasses a lot. Right. And I can't yeah. give you everything you need for that. And yeah. so I like the fact that there's other people to deal with that. But I also think that's our where we've kind of come into more of the poly circle than when we first started. And it was just swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Because at that point we might have been more towards the midline.
1: Yeah. I would agree. It would have been nice to know where we would have been 10 years ago. Yeah.
2: So anybody who's just starting out in the swinging lifestyle, take it now. Take it now. Take it 10 years from now. (laughs) And
1: let us know how you go. Okay. Number 21. I'm comfortable with my partner, partners, having other romantic partners with rules and boundaries we've currently agreed on.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's a completely agree. Am I am I missing something in this?
1: I'm leaning to agree with the nuance that I don't feel like my like if you like for instance, let's take um we'll do A, B and C. So you're person A and then B and C like the gentleman, if if he has a relationship with somebody, I don't feel like I'd necessarily get a vote on how their romance looks.
2: Yeah, I was just realizing as I read that again, that actually I think I am more towards LAMA maybe because um lean to agree or mostly agree, but it's because like obviously other partners are going to have other romantic partners and they probably will have rules and boundaries depending on if how spoken or unspoken those are, but I don't know that Like you said, like we don't need to agree on them. They need to agree on them. And as long as there's not like something that's majorly conflicts with something that we have going on with them, then I don't really see an issue with it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and to bring up something like we've talked about quite often in the recent past is protection, right? So if one of our romantic partners has a partner that they are not using protection with, Mm -hmm. Like, that's absolutely fine yeah. if we have a protection-based relationship. Right. Like, that's...
2: Or even if we don't, but we're yeah. all aware, right? Yeah,
1: it, absolutely. And I
2: think that's the main thing, is that if there's anything that is going to affect us, then it would be nice to know, but we still don't have to agree on it. No. Like, like what they do with their other partners is their business.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Okay. I
1: feel comfortable with my partner having multiple sexual partners.
2: I have to think really hard on this one.
1: Well, I'm disappointed if my partner's only have me. <laughs> like, come on. You can do better than that. You're, you're better. Look at than this. That. Look at this. You can do better than this.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I would hope that my partner partners have multiple sexual partners. Or at least or at least if they don't, they know that they have the opportunity to, right? Cuz I mean, we all go through maybe lulls or periods where maybe we don't necessarily have other partners and things but at least that the opportunity is there and there's no reason why they can't if they find the right partner or partners.
1: Right. Okay. 23. I'm comfortable with my partner partners having other sexual partners with rules and boundaries we've currently agreed on.
2: So this is similar to the romantic one above, except with sexual um, experiences. Yeah.
1: And again, it's I lean to agree because I don't think that I have a right to to dictate what somebody else's relationship looks like.
2: Yeah. Agreed. Now, if they want advice or if they're like, how do you feel about kind of things?" then obviously we'll have that discussion and we can give our opinions. But it's not up to us and it's not up to all of us collectively to say what everybody else does with all of their other partners. Right. Like that's, that's not our place.
1: 24, because we have to say it one way. We must say it the next way. Mm, mm -hmm. I am not comfortable with my partner having multiple romantic partners. Now
2: remember to think about the knot and flip it. And then,
1: (laughs) right. Didn't we just go over? (laughs) Yeah, no,
2: no. Um, I I, yeah,
1: completely disagree. Completely
2: disagree. Yeah. 25.
1: I am not comfortable with my partner having multiple sexual partners.
2: I completely disagree. And again, would be disappointed if you didn't know that you had the opportunity to.
1: Well, or couldn't, you know, couldn't fetch them. Right. Couldn't um, (laughs) lure them. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Lure. (laughs) (laughs) 26. I'm comfortable with my partner, partners, having a relationship with my other partner, partners.
2: So this is an interesting one. I mean, um, not, not from like our perspective, but just I think in general. Yeah, Um, I'm going to say mostly agree with exceptions. Ooh, I say completely agree. I was leaning towards that, but your exceptions, I think my exceptions would be like, let's say when you and Leo started dating, Okay, right? Like you guys needed to establish yourselves first before I was brought into things. So I was not a partner of Leo's initially, like you guys were together for a little while before I was brought in. Yeah, And I feel like while that was a bit circumstance and just a bit happenstance, I also feel like that's kind of where it went because you and he have a certain bond and I could see that and then kind of come in and figure out where do I fit in things. But I think if I was there from the beginning, I would have felt a little bit more awkward from about it.
1: Interesting. Because like, I mean, the same situation would be like with uh, us and the gentleman that happened organically, the three of us together or, you know,
2: but that was organically the three of us together, and we all kind of found our slot. And maybe if it had happened differently with Leo, mm. I might have felt different. But I still feel like you guys have a little different, stronger kind of bond than I do in Okay, that. yeah, I can um, see. But that's that's my exception, is that I think that there could be cases where relationships start one way, and, and it doesn't mean that, that like my partner can't have a relationship with my other partner, but it may be that... That has to be nurtured or kind of grown in a certain kind of way.
1: Yeah. I see what you're saying. But
2: I also think it's interesting on a different level, like not from our perspective, but this kind of gets into the if you're looking at like a poly setup, is it a kitchen table setup? Is it like what kind of poly are you going for, right? Like, is it simply that like I want to be able to have relationships with other people, but I'm not really keen on my partner having relationships with those people too? So that's definitely, if you're looking into this or kind of finding yourself in this kind of position, it's definitely a good discussion to have. Agreed. So I think it's a really, really good question to have on here.
1: 27. If I have multiple partners, I prefer to have a primary relationship amongst them. So I mostly agree with exceptions. So I like having a nesting partner. I like having somebody that I see like every single day. And even if we had, though I say, if we had a space big enough for all of our family to live together, then I would probably fall down that list. But because we don't, society puts a box around me, Mm. which is my apartment, that Mm -hmm. states that I can't, like, if we had a big enough space, like, and literally this would have to be like the floor of a hotel. And
2: logistics and things. Like, Yeah. yeah, yeah, and
1: logistics. Like, I wouldn't mind sleeping alone, sleeping with person A sleeping with person B like mm-hmm. nights or ABC like, and I'm just talking about sleep, sleeping, not sex yeah. sleeping. Uh, so like, I like having a consistent rock now The because of the way yeah. society has us built. Um, on top of that, like, realistically, poly families, we were, we've been lucky with emergency services in the past, but that's not always the case. So if you don't have somebody who, if you can't speak, can legally speak for you, you could be in a world of hurt. It's true. So like, again, I say my answer is mostly agree Mm -hmm. only because of the societal and capital rules against that are that I'm fighting against. I think if I, if we could truly be free and equal, then I would probably lean closer to mostly disagree.
0: Mm.
2: So I like that. And I agree that, that there's a lot of societal reasons why I put mostly agree as well. But I was also thinking about it more from the fact that I do like to have a primary relationship just because I feel like, like you said before, like there's always going to be a bit of hierarchy. But I was also trying to think back to like when I was single and not in a relationship. And like out of all my partners then, was there a hierarchy? And the answer is, yeah.
1: There's always a hierarchy. Like
2: there wasn't one that I would have said, oh yeah, this is my primary partner and that I'm dating them. But if I had an opportunity to see person A or person B, I I knew which one I would pick, right? Yeah, person Bradford. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, it was basically, there there was one who was considered more primary than the others, even though it's not like a serious relationship. Um, so that was why I said mostly agree with exceptions. Is is just because, but just because of that.
1: Yeah, I it's it, I find it very frustrating the some of the poly groups that you see on Facebook and on Instagram. You know, they they're certain that like they are non hierarchical relationships. And I often think about that because being science minded and computer science minded, I'm always like, no, no, no. That's not how that's not how choices work. Mm-hmm. Choices are always one or the other. You or at some point they become one or the other. You can't have everything. Um, You know, the whole burning house story (laughs) thing where like, it's not like I'm trying to pick my favorite dinosaur, right? Which you should have a favorite dinosaur, but, um, and it should be like Pachycephalosaurus or Ankylosaurus. Like uh, just saying, that's what it should be. Anyway, uh, if your house is burning down and you can only go in and save one book, one picture, one item, Mm -hmm. you can only take one thing. And these people will take this and this. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not the thought experiment. (laughs) And then for farther than that, like your children, people always claim that they love all their children equally. And we know that is bullshit. Anybody who has a sibling knows that your parents do not love you equally. Mm
2: -hmm. Like, (laughs) and what about the only children?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And my parents liked the dog better. (laughs) So I think that it's, I don't know. It's, it's foolish to say, Yeah, um, to believe that it is not an uh, X or world,
2: mm. yeah.
1: Okay, twenty-eight. I want multiple partners without any one of them being primary.
2: I'm going to go the opposite and say mostly disagree. Yeah, but- um, because again, I do, and it's interesting because I think, like, like you said, like society kind of says in a way that we should have a primary, even if we have a lot of partners that we love a lot. But at the same time, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm in that box and I don't know a way of living otherwise, but I like having a primary. And I like having this one person sitting across from me that I know I can always go to and that they always get me. Because even if you're in a poly relationship, there's always somebody who gets you the most. And I think it's nice to know who that is.
1: Do you think that's because we don't see everybody all the time. Like if you lived together, might everybody start to Maybe. get you know. and who gets you on different levels? Like, yeah. cause I'm, I'm a lean to disagree on this. Mm. Like, again, I agree with you. I like having, I like having you around. Right. And I like having you always around, but just for my cold boobs and cold ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's great too. <laughs> like I like having them around, but there's been those great weekends where we're, or even on holiday where we're all together for a long Mm -hmm. time. And it's what's interesting is I find that again, being an only child, the lone wolf problem, I find that all of you all build me up and drive me fucking mad in similar ways. So I like being around everybody. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be around anybody. And it doesn't matter who I'm around, but like I'll have different stories that I want to tell you versus the gentleman mm. versus, you know, mm. whoever. And I, I kind of like that. And sometimes we tell the stories together and sometimes we tell them separately, but it doesn't make the stories less interesting or important mm. because I'm telling them.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> You're a good storyteller. I'll listen to your stories. Once upon a time. No. <laughs> 29.
1: I'm comfortable with my partner partners having multiple partners without any one of them being primary. Once again, I'm going to completely agree. I don't, again, I, I don't really want to have any control over what my partners do.
2: No. I mean, other than the primary, because I also want the other
1: primary. than me. Yeah. And you, yeah. I want, <laughs> I want my partners to do us.
2: So Maybe that's an MA because, uh, okay, I want my primary to be. So that's an interesting thought question is what if who you had as your primary partner had somebody else as their primary partner? Would that even work?
1: That's like a daisy chain. <laughs> huh. So that implies primary being a one way street. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I That's don't, my question.
2: Is it or is it not? I don't know. I don't know if my brain can handle this at the moment. I think I'm I need more alcohol for I, this.
1: I, I, I ran a long way. <laughs> yeah. I ran so far.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. We can move on. That's all right. Sorry.
1: Bradford tired. <laughs> brain smash. <laughs> 30. I want multiple partners where everyone is prioritized equally. Yeah, I'm going to completely disagree. I'm going to lean to disagree only because back to what I said, um, nothing can be equal.
2: So I guess it's... Equality is not real. So the other thing is that I have to think about is that it says I want, not that I have, can have, or society says we can have. And willing to make. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But I want multiple partners. But I still don't think so because I still think I would always want a primary.
1: Angela just wants you to know where you sit in the chain and don't fuck it up.
2: But also when you say right priori- now,
1: you're second in command.
2: But also when it says prioritize equally, that's very vague because you say prioritize equally. I think about like in every area. But again, there's going to be the person I want to go to the movies yeah. with. There's going to be the person I want to go for a run with. There's I mean, which is actually nobody because nobody's going to run as slow as me. But that's OK. Well, um, some people
1: walk <laughs> really fast. <Angela. laughs>
2: that's true. They have really long legs. Um, but so I I don't think I can prioritize people equally. So no, I can't do that. Disagree. Disagree. I love it.
0: Hold up.
1: PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Once upon a time, in a land not too different from our own, there was a young fellow named Sven. Sven needed new toys for his under-the-bed toy box because his had grown old and used and sad and abused. Sven went to adamandeve.com and brightly input by the by as his code. Upon using the checkout code by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, Sven got one item at 50% off free shipping to his magical kingdom some videos on demand and extra things put into his box now Sven's under the bed box is full of happiness, joy and the delightful stickiness that everyone enjoys be like Sven use checkout code by the by that's b-y-t-h-e-b-i and you too might live happily ever after So we've got our next Curious Humans game here. Uh, Angela pulled out Morbid Humans.
2: I was feeling a bit morbid. Uh,
1: And she literally was like, I'm going to pull out a Morbid Humans card because I feel a bit morbid. (laughs) And she actually said it like that. We're kind of bubbly. It's disturbing as hell, but I love her. (laughs) Uh, So right now, if you go to CuriousHumansGame.com, you can use checkout code by the by and get 10% off of your order. And uh, yeah, you can ask your friends, family, and sexy playmates. Questions like this. I like to watch videos of gory injuries.
2: <laughs> okay, now I just randomly pulled one out of the box. So
1: Yep, that's morbid. Yeah. Um I'm gonna answer for Angela because I know the answer is yes. One of the things she loves, we have friends who are doctors, mm-hmm. and one of the things she loves is all of the shit that they have videoed uh or taken pictures of of their surgeries that is just fucking disgusting. It's fascinating. It's gross. Um I mean, I'm going to say no. However, I do like movies like Hostel and Saw. Uh-huh. So maybe it's yes? I don't know. It's situational. It's situational. I don't like real stuff. Mm-hmm. This to me implies real injuries mm-hmm. whereas I like I like movies mm. and movie injuries.
2: <laughs> you like knowing there, that it was a stunt person? <laughs>
1: Yeah, like doing. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna support the stunt people. I like knowing that a stunt person was hurt while 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 doing getting. No, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I love stunt people. So that's it. Use curious humans to you know terrify your friends, but morbid humans use morbid humans to terrify your friends and tell them all the dark, nasty secrets that maybe you should just keep to yourself. But still, it's good fun. Uh, it's you know your friends will look at you in a whole new light. Like ah. Uh, that's uh, CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code by, the BY. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. All right. We are up to question number 31. I want a relationship where multiple partners share everyday resources and support each other. I find this one's easy. Okay. I
2: completely agree. Oh. I'm a lean to agree. Oh. Oh. oh lean to agree
1: is the third highest. Uh
2: huh. Go but, ahead. Okay. Uh, so I said lean to agree because I think, I mean, obviously, support each other. Yes, we want to support each other, but I think everyday resources, I guess it depends. What do you consider an everyday resource? And I need that clarified water,
1: housing, cars, groceries, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, laundry.
2: Yeah. I mean, And that's why I'm lean to agree because I tend to agree that yes, all of those things can be shared and it would be nice to, you know, have a relationship where everybody in the circle can share those things. But I also know that sometimes it can get sticky. And if you've had roommates, you'll know that it can sometimes get sticky. Now, roommates are different than partners and there's a different level of commitment and blah, 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 blah. But still, I think that's why I said lean to agree because I feel like there need to be rules and parameters and things around it to some degree not like hard and fast and like you know everybody keeping track of like how many squares of toll paper have you used but there, <laughs> but there needs but I do think that in any kind of I mean you and I we have check-ins on things right like yeah. and so it's even as as primary partners we have that yeah. and so I think that you know yes it's nice it's a nice thought but I think that in reality. And also we all have different goals in life. And some of those people have kids. And so they have very different goals. Oh, no, than us. sorry. I
1: would have very, like, <laughs> I did. I'm saying here, I want a relationship where multiple partners share everyday resources and support each other. But I get to choose who the partners are. <laughs> right. There's right. an application process. And if you have children, <laughs> mm, I'm sorry, the children are going to have to go. Your your pets can stay, but not the children.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, that's why I said lean to agree, because I feel like um, I, I feel like it can get sticky, and so I like the idea, and I think it could absolutely happen. But I do think that there would need to be some at least loose rules, and there would have to be check-ins.
1: I mean, the only loose things around here are us. <laughs> so, like, I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, maybe maybe a big house isn't the thing, but maybe like a, again, an apartment block or um like a. Camp Crystal Lake, where we have little camp
2: cabins, cabins yeah. things
1: like that. Mm-hmm. And we all share a lake and a serial killer. Mm-hmm. That seems nice.
2: <laughs> Talk about me being morbid. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, Halloween is just around the corner, Angela, like six weeks away. God, that's
2: so true. It is. I'm
1: so excited. Yeah. Anyway, it's almost horror movie month, like where uh-huh. we can watch horror movies and not feel like, uh-huh. oh, this is weird. So, yeah. Just, wait, do we ever feel weird about no, it? No, but sometimes you're like, mm, it's Valentine's Day. Why, <laughs> why am I watching Nightmare on Elm Street again? <laughs> I should be watching My Bloody Valentine. Oh, wow. Didn't know that was a movie. Oh, it's so good. They've actually remade it twice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think there's three. My Are the remakes as good? Um, I, I mean, honestly, the first one is terrible. So... Mm. Um,
2: are, are the remakes as terrible? They're bloodier. Okay. Well, so, I mean, yeah. it's
1: not, yeah. Okay. I don't, look, I don't, I, don't I think it was actually the most recent one may have been even in 3D. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I digress. Mm-hmm. Number 32. I want a relationship where new partners fit into an existing group dynamic. That's tough.
2: That one is tough.
1: So, this is one of those circular problems, right? So... Any number greater than one is a group. Uh So at some point there's already a group and new people have to come in. And at some point they can choose to leave. Mm -hmm. But that then puts like, you know, as the group, any greater than two new people come in, they have to fit in. So they're like, oh, you've got to fit in amongst these rules and regulations. But realistically, isn't that every friend group? Like if you have a friend group that are tight knit friends, like the television show Friends, so like every new person that came in didn't fit in in their friend group, so they didn't stick around. Mm. So that's just kind of a how a friend group works, or, so how is that different from a poly group? I guess.
2: What did you put?
1: Mostly agree.
2: Yeah, I said mostly agree as well because I do. I mean, it says I want, and yes, I want my partners to all get along, right? So I want. Yeah. So I want new relationships. Unless to come we're in.
1: doing like laser tag, right?
2: I've never done that.
1: Oh, um, my God. We've got to do poly-rate <laughs> laser tag where you shoot your partners. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. <laughs> we got a new thing. that There should be a poly day. Yeah. It's like birthdays or yeah. Christmas, but it's just for your little poly families. Okay. And you get a group discount. Yeah. Sorry. Good. Okay. I'm going to continue on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I
2: interrupted. So I do want that because obviously I want anybody that I like to get along with other people that I like. But also, realistically, there could be situations, and it might just be situational. Like if I had... A partner like you travel in Melbourne a lot. If you have a partner down there, then they may not be exposed to the group, your, the rest of your group, to know if they fit in or not. And they might if they met, they might not if they met kind of thing. And, and it may be that maybe you've got a partner that is your, the person that you go, like I said before, go to the cinema with. But the rest of your group doesn't really care to go to the cinema. So they don't have to fit into that because you still have your thing with them. And so I think as long as you're happy with the level of your relationship with that person, they don't necessarily have to fit into the group. However, we do a lot of things with our group. Mm. Almost everything we do is with someone or someone's as that's part of our poly circle to some level. And so, if somebody else is going to come and kind of join in on these activities, yeah, they need to get along to some degree. Now, it might be a bit more peripherally. There may know, they may not really care to join into like the circle tight, knitly kind of thing. Yeah, but. If I say what I want, yeah, I want that. I want my friends to all get along.
1: Yeah, and I think that's ultimately what it is for me as well.
2: Hmm.
1: And I want my play friends to all get along as well. Yeah, yeah. 33. I want a relationship where my partner, partners, and their partner, partners, all make decisions together about the relationship.
2: This sounds like we are going to have the worst strata meeting ever in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um. For on, those in the U.S., it's HOA.
1: On the table now, uh, we are voting on bylaw three six point four a, storing Tupperware <laughs> with the lids on or with the lids off. Um, we're going to hear from uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, yes, who is in charge of the lid off. <laughs> action right now uh yeah so i mean why would we why would we store it with the lids on it is a complete waste of space um that is not actually true uh excuse me the, i have the floor right now yes yes but i'm just saying i uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry lorraine kevin has the floor okay i'm sorry i'll, I'll stop now
0: <laughs> i could go
1: on i think i think i could probably do a full strata meeting just on this um what's really funny hang on i need to answer <laughs>
2: Well, I clearly said completely disagree because I don't think that's realistic at all for everybody to make all decisions together about the relationship.
1: Yeah, I said mostly disagree. Uh, I think there are some things that you should be able to make a decision on. Like if we all live in a Camp Crystal Lake, like, mm-hmm. should we kill Jason or <laughs> should we, should we kill Jason or just ask him to leave? I think maybe we should take him, like, maybe he gets his own cottage. I don't know. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. But that kind of thing. I think that there are certain things that everybody should get a vote on. Mm-hmm. Um Like, like what are we having at Christmas or, um, I don't know.
2: This is about the relationship. Uh,
1: Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, (laughs) should we let Jason Voorhees into our relationship? (laughs) uh, He's toxic. I'm sorry, Lorraine. He's toxic. (laughs) And he doesn't store Tupperware. He just throws the lids away, but keeps the bottom.
2: (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. I think that just sounds like an absolute nightmare. Like maybe if you had three people in your partnership it might be easier, but I yeah. still think that like there's going to be times that people disagree right and and so at some point, then that's where that hierarchy comes in is that you know the whoever's at the top of the hierarchy is ultimately it's gonna be their way, usually unless they decide to concede at some point.
1: <laughs> I love it, so you you're imagining more of a tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> Where you get voted in, but you can only serve two terms. Each term is three months. (laughs) I love it. Vote Ray all the way, all the way to the sexy HOA. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. 34. Mm -hmm. Moving on.
1: 34. I want a relationship where I, my partners, and their partners... Make decisions together about the collective good of the group, like this is starting to sound like Waco, <laughs> but i' I don't hate that I mean I don't want to you know put children in harm, have a lot of guns, and then also you know get the FBI to raid me, but I do like maybe i'm what I'm learning is I'm a
2: hippie <laughs> I mean, I could have told you that that you had hippie tendencies, yes,
1: <laughs> just call me Rosemary. <laughs>
2: I mean, look, it says, I want, and that sounds like a great utopia, but again, it is not at all realistic. I know, but I still lean to agree. Okay. I like the idea that we well, all
1: look, are I, trying to make ourselves and each other better.
2: Yeah. I lean to agree as well. I, But I think the only reason I stop at lean to agree is because I, I know that it's not very realistic, that it, it, everybody's going to, but I want it.
1: Remember, Angela, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) i love it okay 35 i want a relationship with a group of people that commits to prioritizing the group's collective well-being once again this is starting to sound like waco
2: well i also think it's just being a good human right like as humans we should commit to prioritizing other humans well-being
1: i agree with that i but it's funny i agree with that and i disagree sometimes you have to put yourself first uh I mean that's Fair. sometimes you all have right. to put you have right. to be your own advocate and put yourself first. So I do have yeah. mostly agree because I want a world where you know we all are trying to make it a better world for each other. However, I also get that sometimes making it a better world for other people is just me being like, look, it's it's Bradford time.
2: Yeah, but it does say the group's collective well-being. So it's not the well-being of those within the group. Yeah. So there is a difference between the, the collective's well-being and individual's well-being within that group. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, and I can see scenarios where where that would be different. So yeah,
1: all in all, you're just another brick in the wall. Sure. <laughs> Thirty-six. This is the last question. Finally, uh, I want a relationship that looks and feels like a family of co-equal partners living life together. Well, this is such a utopian question, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, give Daddy a hug. <laughs> I mean, when I say it like that, it sounds creepy. But,
2: mm-hmm. And what's your answer to this one?
1: It's mostly agree. Yeah. Like I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm a dream weaver, uh but I still like. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I mean, yeah. I would say I tend. To, I I'm between lean to agree and mostly agree. Probably if I have to choose, I'll go mostly agree just because I do want that. I know it's completely not realistic whatsoever, but again, it's asking, what do you want? Not what are you going to try and build? Yeah. So agreed. I'm going to go with that. All right.
0: Now.
1: So it's interesting because I'm looking at this now. There's really no, um, add up all your stuff and this is what you are. I think the point of this is just,
2: I was hoping to like add all this up. That's why I wrote it down (laughs)
1: Um, but it does talk about the rest of the test talks about, uh, the questions are built in a way that we hope encourages curiosity, conversation and exploration, which they definitely do. Mm. Your responses do not dictate or determine how you are one way or another. Instead, we encourage you to use your bonding style to ask yourself and your partner partners questions that explore what genuinely feels right for you.
2: Mm. And it has.
1: So they come up, they don't just use uh, monogamy or polyamory. They have four different choices that you can be. It's kind of like, I just recently got Baldur's Gate 3 and I feel like I'm choosing a class. It's really great. Um, So (laughs) I'm going to roll for initiative.
2: Do you want me to read through them? Yes, please. Okay. So we have one-to-one. One-to-one bonders seek to share their romantic and sexual attention with one other person only. Likewise, they receive this attention from that one other person and no one else. Their partner may also share exclusively with them, or their partner may bond with others as well, depending on the particular bond. Regardless of their partner's bonding type, the one-to-one bonder prefers that they themselves give and receive their own energy, attention, and intention with one other person.
1: Not me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Solo. Solo bonders value autonomy and agency over security. They proactively seek independence in how they share the romantic and or sexual attention. This may be because they're more free-spirited in nature or they have other commitments like family, health, and or career that take priority and require flexibility in their bonding. Solo bonders question default assumptions. They generally expect to be free of partners' expectations and assumptions that fall outside of their specific arrangements and agreements. Solo bonders clearly assume personal autonomy for themselves and for their partner partners prior to making any other expectations about their behavior or their partnership partnerships. One too many. T-O, not (laughs) T-O-O. I think that's, That's, we need to clarify
1: that. I like that. Um, Excuse me. I have five (laughs) partners and I clearly stated I only want four. (laughs) All
2: right. One too many.
1: We're going to, I'm sorry. We're going to reduce you survivor style. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's going to go to an island and one of you is going to get voted off. (laughs) May the odds be ever in your favor. I know I'm mixing metaphors. Fuck off.
2: Right, right. Yeah. One to many bonders seek to share the romantic and or sexual attention with more than one person. Each of these individual bonds may take its own form depending on how the one to many bonder and their respective partner partners relate. For example, the partner partners of the one-to-many bonder may or may not know each other, or they may know each other in different ways. Also, the one-to-many bonder may choose to have only one partner at any given time and merely want to keep the option open to bond with potential partners in the future. Many-to-many. Once again, (laughs) T.O. Yeah, (laughs) T.O.
1: This is what uh, I said four, and now somehow I have nine. Like, what are you like coat hangers?
2: (laughs) Many to many bonders seek to share the romantic and or sexual attention with a group, network or community of interrelated partners. This may look like a set of friends, a close knit family or an extended community support network. While people within the group know each other, or at least are not excluded from each other, bonding between individuals may take a variety of forms. Regardless, many-to-many bonding occurs with the group itself as much as with any set of specific individuals. So, next page, checking in. Which bonding styles most resonate with you, if any?
1: Um, So, I'm definitely a a many-to-many, I think.
2: Yeah, many-to-many, definitely. Yeah.
1: I'm also a many to many because I'm like, I need less partners because I'm running thin on time.
2: It's also interesting because I would have said when we started out as a couple, I was probably a one to many because I don't think I really knew like that was already a new option to me. Right. So I didn't really know that there were other other options. And I think I kind of you know just grew into that just experientially and and just seeing what happens. Yeah. But I don't think it took very long to become a many to many. No, so, no, and I, I like I like where we are, yeah. But it's it's an interesting um, this is an interesting test to to take and work through with your you know just either on your own or with your partner or partners and and like I said it's it sparked a lot of good discussion. Um, some of them are super easy, some of them took a bit more thought, and some of them might have even changed their mind after some discussion as well. Yeah, and to kind of see where you fit, and it's also interesting if you have people that are in like one relationship style or, and but yet they actually feel like a different one. Then it's like, how do you reconcile that? Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, and they say something really good at the bottom of this test, which is if this brought up a lot for you, consider waiting to discuss your thoughts and reactions with a partner until you have, or partners, until you have more time to process. And I think Mm. that's good. It's it's something, it's advice that we've said many a times, which is don't immediately react. Think about it for a little while.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very good point.
1: But yeah, I um it's I, fun. It's a fun little test. I think it's a it's a yeah. good idea. It's well put together. I I like I like the whole project. Once again, it's the bonding project at bondingproject.com. Uh yeah, so let us know what you think and uh we would be interested to know was this were these podcasts were they interesting? Were they helpful? Did you like it? Uh did you uh, is it good to hear other people uh discuss <laughs> and and make fun of at times little questionnaires like this. I don't know. I like doing it. I think yeah. it's fun. I'm, I'm a data gatherer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely fun.
1: Let us know what you did what you got. You can email us the Adams of love at gmail.com message us on any of our socials. We are on Instagram and on the Facebook at by the by podcast, or you can join our conversation on discord, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast, support us at any level and, uh, you can get invited into our Discord chat. Check us out on our website, www.buythebuy.com.au. You can see where we are and what upcoming things we have going on on the events page, or you can contact us through the contact page.
2: Angela, any other thoughts? Thanks for sticking with us. We've got some exciting stuff coming up, so stay tuned. Stay tuned.